What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, Saturday's Quick Picks. We've got two picks for you today. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, let's get right into it. For those new to the show, what we do on the weekends, it is just quick picks. We don't really do any deep dives, no deep handicaps. We'll get you guys one or two games and get on out, let you enjoy your weekend. So uh, our first game here starts bright and early. We got we, we released this podcast Friday night just to give you guys a, a chance to get on this one. And we did preview it yesterday on the show. This first game, 7 a.m. Pacific. What would that be? 7, 8, 9, 10 a.m. Eastern. Arsenal taking on Brighton. We are going to go Arsenal, draw, no bet. Uh, you also may see this written minus 0.0, or you also might see it written pick them. Uh, Arsenal, draw, no bet, minus 135. Man, this is this is one of my favorite bets in a very, very long time. So, you know, I'll, I'll let you guys know whether we have leans or likes or anything like that. Arsenal, draw, no bet, minus 135. Woo-hoo-hoo! That's tasty. Hey, get that one in right now. Here's the thing. Arsenal's already played one game back. They looked very good against Manchester City. And those young players who started up front, there was a lot of question marks, right? They came out with their lineup, and I'm like, what's going on here? Where's Messi Ozil? Where's Alexander Lacazette? What's going on with Arsenal? Now, remember, we had Man City, so it wasn't the worst thing in the world. But as that game unfolded, those youngsters really, really played well for Arsenal. I mean, I walked away from that game, even though Man City won 3-0, I walked away really impressed with Arsenal. I think that they have a good shot to put together a great end of the season. Now, they have the 17th easiest schedule, well, out of 20 teams, so I guess you could say it either way. Uh, they, they have the, the, we'll say the fourth easiest schedule in the entire Premier League. Okay, there are a lot of teams who have a tougher road than Arsenal. And Arsenal right now, again, the way they're playing, with the, the games left, and with the motivation to start winning and getting points on the board, they currently sit in ninth, but only a couple places out of European soccer expect Arsenal to turn it on and really start impressing some people. So I think they looked good in that first game. I was really impressed with those youngsters up front. And it's just getting better because Alexander Lacazette, it was said maybe he had a little tweak. He should be ready to, to, to fully start. But honestly, it's a good thing that uh, Inquieta played so well last game because now the wheels are turning up top. Who does Unai Emery start? And that's a big deal. Now, David Luiz is out for Arsenal, but that only means an overreaction on the price. They're, it, they're pricing this too heavily because Brighton is not a team that's going to break down that back four over and over. They're going to try to. Trust me, Brighton wants to hold the ball. They want that possession. This is a different Brighton team in the 2019-2020 season that we're seeing, but it hasn't translated to wins, especially as the season has gone on. Maybe the first part of the year where Brighton surprised people and they weren't playing that defensive style anymore, fine. But now, at this point in the season, this is the worst style the Brighton plays that anyone could try to match up against Arsenal with. So I think it's a battle of styles. I think that Brighton really, really will struggle tomorrow. I love Arsenal to come away with the three points here, but here's the thing. With minus 135, which is a great, great price, if there, for some reason, is a draw this game, if Brighton plays great defense, get a couple on the board, and we walk away with a draw, you get your money back. To me, that's great insurance. We'll go Arsenal, draw no bet, minus 135. And my second pick of the day, we're going to go from very early to very late in the night. This is the headline uh, fight in the MMA bout on a Saturday night. Curtis Blades taking on Alexander Volkov. Again, this is the main event. We're going to go Curtis Blades to win via knockout, TKO, 
submission or disqualification. That currently is minus 180. Now, here's the thing. Volkov is coming off a win against Greg Hardy. That's about all he's done well. And there's a lot of people backing Volkov simply for that reason. But Curtis Blades is a killer. This guy is going to soon make his way to the top of the heavyweight division. The only negative in Curtis Blades' career has been that slip up to Francis Ngannou. Okay, he should be 14-1. and The only reason he's 13-2 and is because he got caught smoking weed and he got disqualified from that other other victory. So he's 14 and one, only lost to Francis Ngannou. And this is a huge stylistic mismatch too. If Alexander Volkov got taken down over and over and over by Czech Congo, imagine what Curtis Blades is going to do to this guy. He's not only going to get Volkov down to the ground whenever he wants to, he will punish him once he's on the ground. Curtis Blades can wrestle. Curtis Blades, great uh, jujitsu, but he's punishing once he lands those elbows when you're on the ground. Volkov needs to set up his shots, okay? This is the kind of guy who will set it up, will work. He's a striker, right? Curtis Blades is is kind of an all-around fighter, more of a a, a grappler. Alexander Volkov is a striker. And the only way he has success is by setting up those big shots by using that distance. Use that jab, set up those big shots, and eventually unleash the power. But here's the thing. In this fight... I don't think Volkov will have time to set those up because Blades will be putting him under constant duress. So that that distance that Volkov needs will get shut down. Blades will be pressuring Volkov. And on top of all that, remember, we're dealing with a an octagon that's five feet smaller than, than typical. I can't believe they do this. Like, this seems like it should be illegal to me. Can you imagine if all of a sudden they're playing baseball games with, with fences 75 feet closer in, or they decided to make the NBA court smaller or anything like that. That's exactly what's happening here. I mean, it completely changes the entire sport. So keep in mind, the octagon is 30% smaller than average. So what does that mean for our handicap? That's a positive for our guy, Curtis Blades, because Alexander Volkov, who needs that distance, needs to use that reach, won't have nearly the room to work with that he's used to. So all that combined together, I think Blades dominates from round one. He gets Volkov on the ground and ends up winning via KO, TKO, uh, DQ, or submission. We're going Curtis Blades, minus 180. All right, that does it for today's picks. If we do happen to have a golf pick, check out our Twitter at SharpAnglePod. We'll post a golf pick if one comes up. We're recording this right now, uh, midday on Friday. So golf is currently going on as we speak. So aside from that, good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.